What is up, everyone, and welcome to episode 151 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley Scale Modeling. It's been a hey there. It's been hey a hell, it's been a hell of a week, and um, we're it back. Has been. It you know? has been. You know, yeah. I mean, I found my first gray hair. No, no, I'm just kidding. I've been having a couple gray hairs for a while now. <laughs> yeah, man. When I cut my hair. And I shave it, yeah. and I like go, it falls into the towel on the sink. And you see the gray. And my hair is not as red as it used to be anymore. It's getting a little. Oh yeah, lighter. yeah. So. Oh, that, and it will. You know, that's mildly depressing, but whatever. Yeah. No. I don't care. You know what? Wait I want till it. you cut your hair. I want until you cut your hair, and all of it falls off. You go to the barber, and you look on the floor, and all around the chair, is nothing but gray hair. I want. Uh, I want to embrace. I want to embrace the when my red hair turns white. Like, I want it. I want to be that old white-haired guy. Yeah. Well, that'll happen because it runs in our family. So, anyways. Anyways, we'll move on from so, that. Um, moving on. <laughs> hair. Yo, I was okay. watching a good movie the other night, and I was just messing around with you earlier. Uh, while I was on the treadmill the last couple nights, I watched Full Metal Jacket. Uh-huh. And, man, I love that movie. Full Metal Jacket. Hands down, one of my favorite movies, full of the best quotes that we will not repeat oh, yeah, on this show, but they are the best quotes ever. Like, you can't... Uh, man, I could, re- I could recite Full Metal Jacket quotes all day. No, because before we came on tonight... A jelly donut! Night, <laughs> before we came on tonight, he was playing them to me over the phone here. It was a soundboard. Uh, with the soundboard. So, uh, anyhow... I watched Fury last night about the tank because I'm ah. building this tank. So a little I bit thought of inspiration. it's the same exact tank. Yeah, or the Easy Eight tank. So it's the same thing. And I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll watch this. And Did you get any check ideas for the Here I learned some things. I, I also looked up the Fury tank, or the, uh, not the tank, but not the Fury tank particularly. But the, um, I'm not, and on this tank, I am not painting Fury on the, ba- on the, on the barrel like they, like they, um, like all the other military modelers that make, make this particular type of tank, yeah, they put fury on the on the on the barrel and like white paint, and I'm not doing that. Uh, but I will. I you know I'm building this Easy Eight Sherman Easy Eight tank. So I looked into the Sherman Easy Eight tank, and it wasn't put into action in in Europe. It was a brand new tank. It was a newly developed tank. And it wasn't put into action until 1944. So only the last year or so of the war um, was it in use. So when I go and I look at pictures online of it, it's um, it's got, you know, I see pictures of people that modeled it and they're putting like rust and everything else on it. And I'm like, well, number one, wouldn't have a lot of rust on it. In fact, the photos I've seen of it, I didn't see any rust and stuff. So I'm not going to rust it up too much. I did put some patina into the uh, into the green um, on this model, and I'm having some fun with that. That's pretty cool. And we went right into what we're doing, didn't we? And um, and uh, so tonight I started painting the fun parts. I did the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the fun the parts? Well, the fun, the cool parts. <laughs> the cool parts of the tank. Oh, all right, all right. The cool right. parts the but barrel. The best part of the, the tank. The gun. The gun. Yeah, the the and tank, the tank boomstick, and the treads. That's the two fun parts. Oh no, that's a t- <laughs> yeah. The treads are a bitch, man. But the um, but the um, the the spinny top. Yeah, the turret. Now you're gonna now uh, tell everyone how you're gonna motorize this whole tank too, right? <laughs> no, nothing spinning, man. I put so much wo- oh, okay. mud on those. Uh, Is it fire live action and- rounds? It fires live action rounds. <laughs> Shoots grains of rice. Anyways, I'm doing the turret top tonight. Um, so I decided to get all the pieces ready, and I took them and and painted them, uh, you know, spray painted them, uh, the base color of green, uh, all drab. And uh, it's coming along. I'm really having a lot of fun with it. I'll be putting more pictures up this weekend of my progress on that. I did some last week. Uh, so you can go there and check out some of the weathering we did on the hall of it. And it's been fun. Um, I, I actually spoke, uh, well, not spoke. I texted back and forth today with, uh, Doug Fiscali and, um, 
you know, we were talking a little bit about the tank, and I was telling him how much fun doing uh, 135th is. I'm really having a lot of fun with it. And he, you know, he was saying before on one of our shows how you know going from going from small to something bigger is kind of fun to do, and it, it's 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 it really brings out you have to show the detail, or you can, it's easy to show the detail on something bigger. Which and he's right, he's absolutely correct. So I'm having a lot of fun with that, and I told him you know, I'm looking forward to doing the diorama base. And I, since we got you all on there, many of you were saying about the uh, diorama base. Maybe sometime this week, you'll hold me to it. I don't know, not this week, this upcoming week, the next week. Um, I will do a box opening on Facebook Live for that uh, of the um, diorama base from Foscale Models. So just letting you know, because I, I had a bunch of people ask me if I, you know, if I would do that because they're considering trying it out. So, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at on things right now. So that's, cool. I've been working on that. Yeah, I mean, nice. I, well, but I'm, I am jonesing right now to do some uh, to do some um, modeling for. H scale again. Now, yeah, so now that you night, took a break. We're getting together. So, right. I'm not gonna lie. I did not do jack shit this week. Um, I had a busy week with work. Um, yeah. We're trying to launch some new things at work, and some new programs, right. and I was up from probably Saturday till today, every night, every evening, working on a new website uh, for a couple things we're gonna launch. But I didn't get That's much cool. done. I printed. I did 3D print some stuff. And uh, I I made a bunch a shit ton more uh, lamp posts, so yeah. we got I'm not making any more. We got plenty of lamp posts. Um, I was on a 3D and then, print printing um, Facebook page uh, just this evening. I yeah. can't remember what it's called exactly. I'm on all of them, and so probably one of them. Some guy made these windows. Yeah, I saw oh that. My I saw God, that. It Real was intricate. Sick. Yes. Yes. So um, and, uh, that damn. is something I want to figure out how to do. Um, the, I found the, I found a pattern. what a template. Well, a lot of guys will share those. Yeah. But there's a yeah. there's a whole bunch of I found a, a treasure trove of um, architectural three D three D STL files, which are the three D files right. on. Yeah. Um, not from a 3D printing website. I found them from a site that has open source 3D architectural um, design renderings. So, like, if I was an interior designer or, like, a window company or uh, I did residential drafting and design, like what I went to school for, um, they have open source libraries. Now they're larger scale. You just got to scale them down. But they are, like... Every window manufacturer in there I could find had the, wow. like, all of them had crazy, intricate, ornate windows all the way to plain, simple windows, and they were all in the 3D files that were really meant for, like, um, if you're going to do a house remodel, like a mock-up yeah. in 3D, but obviously yeah. you could just print them in 3D fi- if you had oh, them in the cool. STL file. So Nice. That was um, pretty, 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 pretty cool. Um, yeah. The other cool thing I want to do is um, look at getting a um, for myself a fun toy, a 3D scanner. Oh. Um, there's a couple 3D scanners out there on the market. They're not cheap, yeah. but it would be my toy. I'd pay for it on my own. Um, right. And then maybe get used to. Th- Printing the way I'm printing with my printer, and pick up another one, and start cranking out some crazy, some crazy shit here. Uh, yeah. I want to start doing wall sections and stuff with it, big ones. So right. this would help. But anyways, we don't need to get into that. So what's our game? Well, tomorrow night, you and I are getting together. That'll be the night game we plan. This podcast. What's our game plan? What are we going to be working on tomorrow night on the layout? It's, tomorrow night is guys' night on the layout. So tomorrow I'm going to be working on the concrete section that I put down all that. Durham's on, yeah. And um, I etched lines in, painted it concrete gray, did all that work, mm-hmm. and um, 
I have a building or two to put onto it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spend my time on that section, completing that concrete jungle area that goes around that old gas station. Cool. What about you? I am gonna be working down on the harbor, um, on the waterfall, and uh, so tomorrow I gotta stop and pick up clear silicone instead of stupid oh, white up. stuff I grab by mistake. I wanna I wanna correct myself. I said 151 when we started. This is episode yeah. 161. 161, correct. Oops. Everyone's going to email me now about it, but it's, it's 161. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to, uh, yeah, I- I'm going to get the silicone and start making the waterfall off the, off the, uh, into the, you know, off of the um, mill above and down towards the harbor. And I'll, I'll take photos of, of the work that I've got done tomorrow night um and then also i'm going to um work the seawall we took out when we were down there working last time i took out the we had these big pilings they made up the one seawall and they were real long you know pilings that went you know like giant telephone poles stacked one after another right down the line and we ripped it all out and we went with. Um, we decided we're gonna we're gonna go with concrete, and uh, I'm, so I'm gonna go do a concrete seawall along that side on that one side of the back end of the harbor. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and as I complete that, I'll I'll also, you know, be showing you know the work. I've already fit and cut some of the pieces so they could so they could be fit and glued and put on. Um, but I had to, I'm going to be down there at the workbench. We're going to be weathering them up and painting them and getting the right tone of concrete color that I want. And then I'm going to attach them to that wall and we're going to, yeah, we're going to go with that. It's going to be fun. Well, I'm looking forward to them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I want to do a little bit of work on the, like I said, on the, um, the city section there. And I think I might, I might finish off the concrete on the lower end of the wharf too but yeah uh that's really it what about cool. all right so let's get into our topic of the week um actually let's before we do that because this is gonna this one's gonna carry us in through the rest of the episode <laughs> um let's do whatever music you're listening to this week ah yeah well and i and i'll start it off you do that. Okay, because I got to look mine up. And mine's not this week. Mine was mainly just today. I was obsessed with this. Yeah. I sent it to you. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I am obsessed yeah, I with it. Yeah, Okay. Well, how are you not... What is that? How is that not funny? Oh, man. What do you mean? You it were not... was funny. I didn't say it wasn't funny. Oh. Uh, the first one was funny. The other two, I really didn't get a chance to even listen to. Oh, you got to listen to Because I was them. at work, and I'm at work. I can't play that stuff in my desk. All right. So the YouTube channel is Bill McClintock, um, and it's McClintock Mashups. Okay. I heard it on the radio on my way into work today, and I it was uh, a mashup between James Hedfield and Metallica and um, – Huey Lewis and the news. <laughs> yeah. And when you first hear that, you're like, how the hell could they, they mash those two songs together? Um, the one was hip to be square and enter Sandman. <laughs> and you're like, how do you mash those two songs up together? But man, this guy spent, this guy worked at it and that's an awesome matchup. And then I, oh, yeah. so then I went down the, the wormhole that is YouTube Right. And um, I looked up all of his other uh, uh, mashups. Uh huh. I'm pulling them up here for a second. I wanna I wanna just list them off to you because they are insane. Like some of them are just ridiculous. One was Spice Girls and Slipknot, um, Osborne, uh, Ozzy Osborne and. Uh, whoever Don, Donnie Marie, I guess, Buffalo mm-hmm. MC and Young MC, Buffalo Springfield and Young MC, the rapper. But yeah, I mean, the, this guy spends an enormous, an enormous amount of time, like 
mashing up songs that you just would not think would go together. I mean, I was just yeah. while you were on while we were breaking there, we just like we took a quick break. Anyways, yeah. While we were on the break there, he's got a mashup of like Metallica. Burping just now. <laughs> yeah, I I was trying to like hide a burp. Yeah, James, oh, okay. he's got a mashup of James Hetfield uh, from Metallica and. Like I said, Huey Lewis. Um, uh, Let me look through here. System of a Down and Elvis Presley. Um, uh, Motley Crue and some other rap band. The B-52s and Slayer. That's some funny stuff. James Brown and Motorhead. Um, Mariah Carey and Marilyn Manson. And it and it, this sounds ridiculous, but he blends it so well you can't even recognize when it's like s- splitting. <laughs> Slipknot and and the Spice Girls. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's insane. That's funny. Pantera and David Bowie. Um, what's another one? I'll find one more here. Metallica and the Who. Like you couldn't pick a two more polarizing bands to play against each other, Stevie Wonder and Foreigner. But anyways, check them out. It's a, it's a really cool channel. It's called um, yeah, the one you played for me with Metallica. That was that or that you sent me. It's well mixed. I, I, it was well mixed. It was it was interesting. Well, it's not I, meant I don't to think be I like. Sit there and listen well, to no, but it's not anymore. It's not meant to be like. Yeah, man, I'm gonna listen to that all day now. But yeah, like. I, you know, it's you're not a, gonna a chuckle. You're not. Yeah, it's a, it's funny, yeah. um, and it's actually it's pretty good if you're if you if you're a fan of music. It's it's awesome that he has the ear this or this person. I don't know who they are. Has the ear and the ability to listen to two songs that would be normally so polarizing. Yeah. And go, you know, I could fit those two together. It was just pretty yeah. neat. Um, yeah, it was. It was kind of cool. Anyways, I listened to that all day. So. And it was cool the way they did it, it on the video. And it, yeah, the live performance made it look like they were play, they were playing that music. It looked like Metallica <laughs> and and uh, Huey Lewis and the News all up on the stage together. <laughs> In the same playing. stage. Yeah, uh, it was funny. The guy did a good uh, editing job. Yeah. So, anyways, that was that. I was listening to Lewis Black, the comedian, mm. uh, and uh, some other comedians. Uh, I just was sitting at my workbench on. Earlier this week, uh, when I was working on the tank uh, on the weekend, last last weekend, uh-huh. and I listened to a bunch of comedians. I listened to a little ACDC. Um, I listened to um, some Kid Rock tonight before the show, and uh, <clears throat> and then some CCR. <laughs> I had it, it was all mixed up, man. Oh man, so I had CCR playing too. So yeah, I mean, there's a little mix of every all kinds of stuff. But I, I, I do like sometimes listening to other people's podcasts and then, of course, uh, uh, and then the comedians. I like stand-up comedians. That, uh, I'm a big stand-up comedian fi- fan. I love stand-up comedians. Right. And uh, so, well, I mean, there's some that are crap, but, I mean, there's uh, – Lewis Black is funny. So, but, um, yeah, that's what I had. So let's get on with uh, the show here. Talk a little modeling and stuff or things in the modeling world. So okay. Want me to start. Yeah, I want you to kick it off because you're the uh, you're right. you're the one up here for it. Well, oh, by the way, for the workbench this week, I made a purchase of a new stool. The wooden stool that I had, um, and I didn't tell you this. No. The wooden stool that you used to have and you gave it to me. I have been putting wood glue on it to hold the rungs together and everything else. This last weekend I was working on it and it wiggled so bad. I thought the whole thing was going to collapse under me like little Miss Muffet's chair. Okay. <laughs> One so, time that next Creek was just going to be a big old crack. Was, it was, it was given away. It's, it's seen. It's, you know, it's, you got to figure how much time we as modelers sit on our, proverbial asses uh, <laughs> on a chair or a stool in a workbench and how much pressure and moving around and we fidget, we all fidget, you know, we turn and we move and we pivot and we get up and we move and we sit down on the thing. It gets a workout, you know, and um, you, you 
count the countless hours you think you put into uh, something simple like a stool or a chair. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to hold up forever. And it was used to begin with. So I did put it out for the trash because it was, I didn't think there was anybody who's going to be able to save this thing because I couldn't. I tried tightening a few of the screws that are on it. It didn't matter. Uh, it just did not tighten. So I sat it out. And by the way, somebody else must have drove by and picked it up and took it. Nice. And uh, of course. And uh, But I went out. That happens out my way too. It, it, there's always like you can put your trash on the curb and yeah. someone's going to take it. You could have shit on that stool, <laughs> and someone's someone will be like, "Yeah, I could do, I could do something with that," and you're, they'll yep. take it. Well, I bought a new one, a good one. <laughs> um, I went over to Home Goods store, and it wasn't cheap necessarily, but it's an actual bar stool, stool like it's the same exact height as the other one because I measured the other one before I went and bought this one, and it's leather seated with the metal studs on it holding the leather on. It's padded real thick. About the padding on it is all leather. I mean, leather over top, but the padding underneath it's about maybe an inch and a half thick, and uh, it's very comfortable. Almost as comfortable as a leather recliner or a chair, and it's got a nice back to it. It's also padded. Um, it's very sturdily made, and yes, I pay a little more for it, but my feeling is it's like the other chair. That was a quality stool at mm -hmm. one point. You know, until it you know wore out. Um, but you get what you pay for because we had I had that for a good bunch of years there. So um, you know, you want if I'm going to buy one or a new chair or stool or something or anybody would do it. You know, look look into it deep and say you know, hey, I, I want it to be as comfortable as possible so my back isn't hurting, my legs are not hurting, I don't get pain in my hips. These types of things. We talked about this on one of the other shows about ergonomics and things. Right. And um, so, you know, that's that's a those are key features that, you know, it may be paying a little better, or a little more money for something that's going to hold up. If I could have found another chair identical to that last one I had, oh, my God, I'd have been all over. Right. Okay. But it's, um, you know, I love that chair. That was great. It pained me to get rid of it. But, um you know, pay the extra couple bucks and get something that's going to be sturdy and hold up. And then, of course, uh, this swivels too. By it. It swivels a little, it doesn't like spin around like that 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 one you have down there. Um, the the Lowe's, yeah, was the it? Cobalt what? brand, Cobalt brand one, um, which is nice. The spin around ones are cool. This one only pivots right or left for like maybe a quarter turn, but I like it because I can pivot to face. You know, angle, you know, different things far off on my workbench and grab them. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's nice. So, anyways, that was my purchase this week. Nice. Um, and uh, a treat to myself, I guess. And then, of course, uh, so, anyways, the main topic for me tonight is a little bit of a rant. Okay. And I'm not going to go, it's not going to go on and on and on forever or anything, but um, it'll lead into an actual topic. So, I'm on Facebook, okay, in a group, one of the one of the modeling groups that are out there, you know, and their focus is kind of like weathering, you know, that kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, and weather weathering, you know, whatever. And um, I was on there just kind of look, you know, perusing through it. Like I I go through the main thing, it lists all the groups, and one caught my eye. And it was a somebody, one of the modelers, and there was no photos or anything. And it said, there was at one time, apparently. And it said, uh, I was working on my workbench with my three-year-old son, okay? And we did some weathering on, and uh, we weathered something. I guess, uh, I guess I don't know what it was, a weather, because I didn't see a picture. And he goes, I'd like to know what happened to my post with my photos uh, the weathering job we did when my three-year-old son tried to help me weather this thing on his own his own eye for painting it. He painted it, did the weathering. and uh, But my post has been taken down, and he wanted to know why. Okay? So I just thought, okay, well, there was a lot. There was a lot of comments on it, right? So I start 
I click it and I start going through the comments. And um, yeah, some some were for it, some were against it. Apparently, apparently, you know, it was done by three year olds. So apparently, it was sloppy paint, and he gave the kid a paintbrush. Yeah. And, Tried to teach him kids the weather, three. and he put it. The kid's three years old, you know. God bless him for he's trying to get his kid involved. Some of the some of the people in there were upset, you know. Well, it shouldn't have been on our page. On our page, you got to read the rules. Our rules uh, say state that I'm not going to say what the re, what the it might give the rumor away, and I don't want to do that. But I, the there's rules, rules say there's rules, and the rules say that you know this is not. For this, it's you're you're supposed to talk about how you did it and this and that. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. How you did the weathering, blah 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 blah. Well, you know what? He was showing his son's his three year old son's photo, and apparently they ripped it down. So, it, you know, I want to say uh, first more, of all, before we yeah. go into this, the overtime at the bench podcast group which is now open the joint for anybody. We'll never rip down a three-year-old's painting page no, or painting post. Oh no. So we're getting there. We're getting there. So I'm reading further. I'm reading further. And this guy, another guy, I guess it's the moderator himself or a guy who owns the group starts ripping into this guy. Okay. And he say, well, you know, he didn't read it. He didn't follow. You didn't follow the directions and blah, blah, blah. It's not supposed to be about your three, your son's, your three year old son's thing. It looked like he said, he said, he said, it looked like he, you just gave him a paintbrush and he slopped paint all over. Uh, he, he, he did it all with a paintbrush. Okay. You put it, you gave him a paintbrush and he weathered with a paintbrush. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? He weathered with a paintbrush. That's exactly what he said. You gave a three-year-old uh, a, a, a paintbrush to weather with or something along that lines. I can't remember the exact wording. Yeah. It was that. That is that. That's, it's that sentence. Along those lines, And I was yeah. like, whoa, 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 wait a minute here. I'm, th- I'm sitting there thinking, hey, I, I do everything with a paintbrush. Wait a second. I, I use a paintbrush. paintbrush. Yeah. So I'm offended. I, I took a photo of the boxing gym I did. Put it up there. Said this was done with a paintbrush. Put it underneath that particular thread, right? <clears throat> well, that section of the thread. It was an offshoot, you know. And then I put a picture up of the um, what was it? Oh, the the uh, dance hall from uh, from the Foscale kit with the uh, uh, oh. Anyways, it had some heavy weathering, really well done weathering. I think I put that up there. And then I put the third picture, and I said, "I said this was also done with a paintbrush." And then I put the tank up, right? Yeah. The one I've been working on with the really good, I think, pretty good weathering and, and stuff that's been done on the tank. And I said, "This weathering has been done also with a paintbrush." And then this guy gets on and starts ripping on me. One of you must listen to us, and uh, he's, uh, that person said you just got uh, you, you're pr- you, you were um, you know the you were uh, I don't know exactly what he said. Yeah. He said that you know somebody he kind of defended me, and he said, "Hey, this is somebody that knows how to weather." Blah 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 blah, and you know he's proven he's proven your point. And then this guy goes, "Oh, he's proven he he is yes he he proved that he can weather." But he is he is missing the point of this thread, is what he's talking about with me. So I couldn't just let that go. And those of you who ever read any of my stuff on Facebook, my dad likes to push the limit with some I do things. push the envelope. I just sometimes I just like to take a stick and stir the shit. Okay, <laughs> so that's what I kind of did today. So this was today, and um, I, um, of course. No, it wasn't. It was yesterday. I'm sorry. Anyways, I uh, I said, hey, uh, all in our hobby. So this is a three. What you're doing is you're judging a three year old's painting uh, or his rendition of his modeling or his um, his weathering. His dad tried to show him something. This is what he weathered. I didn't see it, but and I told him. I said I didn't see this photo. I said, but. I'm guessing it was sloppy or whatever, but what you know, it was done by a three-year-old. 
Okay. So who are we to judge to that three-year-old? It probably looked like a million dollars. So is there an age restriction on this group or something along the lines? And, uh, then he goes, well, he's not following. They didn't follow the directions to the, uh, uh, well, uh, the group, there's rules to the group. Wow. And you see, and you can see them when you enter the group. Okay. And I'm like, that's not, that's not a lie. All of them do that. Have any of you ever read some of the group, um, rules and, and, and I never guidelines. Do. Some of them are like, they're bonkers. What to say bonkers? It takes forever to go on and on and on. There's like a hundred rules. It makes you, when you first join, when you first go to the, uh, any group I join and I see that it may, and I see all these strict rules and stuff. You're like, oh, like, never oh, mind. Man, I feel like just dropping out of the group. Like, get rid of that shit. We're supposed to be able to show this stuff ourselves, right? You know? So now I'm getting fired up a little bit. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> here we go. Anyhow, here we go. Buckle so, in, because here comes a big one. I said, I said, it's a three-year-old, man. I said, the problem with this is, in this group, in, in not this group, in this hobby of model railroading, is all I hear about is a whining of how we can't get kids involved in this hobby. And I said, the reason that we're losing kids uh, is evident in a thread like this. I said, well, you're bashing a father and his three-year-old son who's trying to get his three-year-old son to at least draw a little bit of an interest. So later when he can do some things on his own, um, he, he may revert back to that and say, you know, my dad showed me stuff and we stuck with it for a little bit and did, you know, this was discouraging as hell. And well, I, I'm sure um, the guy that posted it felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was like, um, you know, it's, it, it's got, I, I said, this is why we're losing people to, um, fantasy modeling or sci-fi modeling or to military modeling or a big thing with the kids is war gaming, painting war game figures and things like that. You know, we're losing the model railroader people to that kind of artistry or 3d or three dimensional art where I guess it would be visual art. Uh, we're losing them to that because of the attitude is put out by model railroading people. Yeah. The, the, not all model railroading people. I'm not labeling everybody. No, here, no. But there are some funny duddies. We talked about this before on the show. There are some people that are so stickler to everything that they're, it's either their way or the set definite way. Like, like the painting with a brush. These guys, think, this particular bunch of guys, you can tell because I went through and looked at all the photos. These guys are airbrusher people. And don't get me wrong, I'm not nothing against airbrushing. There's, there's, their work was impeccable on a lot of it. However, don't tell me I can't do it with, an air, with a brush or it's been done with a brush and that's not the way you do it. Right. Because that's a bunch of crap. And he was kind of alluding to that in some of his comments that he put up. So I put that up there. And then he argued back with me, and I was like, you know, I said, there's nothing in your group that you could possibly teach me about, about, uh, really about weathering. I, 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 that may not be true. I'm sure there's amazing guys out there who can teach me all kinds of shit, but I just didn't want him to feel that way. So I said, I'm leaving your group, and I left the group. You know? Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I mean, I, we've seen that happen what a now. Rock of crap. And we've seen that happen with other. Um... I hate seeing that, but this—that's not from. Other modelers, although so there were many there that defended him for this, whatever. Another hardcore butt munches that were trying to do that. Oh uh, okay. but <laughs> we're just gonna let my dad talk tonight. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put my headphones down. I'll come guy, back in twenty minutes. This guy was a moderator of a group. He runs the show. It was his group. Okay, and you know, in 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 some way, although you're not really a true leader of anything other than you made a group, I can make a group up for any, I can make a group up for paperback book readers. Okay. Tonight I can make it. And I bet you before tomorrow morning, I had 20 people on it. Okay. But I'm just saying that doesn't make you, but you are, as that group grows, you be, do become influential. And now okay? I, I do want to say, and you, you do eventually start becoming a part of this, of, of what represents his hobby. I do want to say, I mean, yeah, with, with any group and as it grows and, and we've seen it and we've experienced this, you, you have to, you become influential, you become, you, you have to kind of keep some level of, um, integrity or, 
quality of sure. the content that's posted within your group that you're sharing. No, uh, no, no questions asked. You gotta. You can't let someone in our in our group that we maintain, which is now, uh, by the way, second plug of the night, is now open yeah. for any. It's always. It's been now for about a month or so. Open to anybody that wants to join that listens to our show. That's on Facebook. Right. Overtime at the bench, um, listeners group. Yeah, as long as you're not rude to but, people. But I mean, you can't get on there and uh, like don't put yeah. don't. We have we have like really simple rules. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't post anything political. You'll get your ass tossed if you post political stuff. Right. Now, I will say there's one exception, and I will I will make this one exception for political stuff. If you put something really badass into your layout or diorama or building your building that's a historical old campaign sign, yeah. that's the only thing I'll let in. But nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing that's going to piss anyone off in the current day political. Um, yeah, there's no place for it. And and we just enjoy it. And then you know the other rule is you know don't spam us with like, uh, don't be don't be selling me any uh, your yeah, pyramid. Don't, don't try and sell crap on. Don't it. pyramid scheme me here. Yeah, we're but, gonna dump. You start advertising stuff on there, we're gonna dump. Well, I mean, you, I mean, if you see a cool kit that someone's selling, you can share that. Yeah. I don't oh, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. or if like there's a yeah, new if release, it's model, if it's related, if there's a new release of something and we haven't seen it or no one's seen it yet, Absolutely. like share it. But. uh but like, <laughs> don't be getting me into your page, Avon. I mean, don't, on my own personal page. I'll, don't I'll don't be, be selling me your Avon stuff in there. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So. But so let's get away from that group and let's just talk about what you know. Yeah, I'm done with that. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do any more damage. No, you're good. Uh, but I think okay. you know the one thing I want to start doing with our group is if you're not in it yet, ask to join. I know yeah. we've had a bunch of listeners joining in the last couple of weeks. Yes, definitely. Um. Make sure you join that group. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. The last couple weeks since the holidays, I've not done much in there. But I there's mean, still I, a lot of activity on there. There is. There's, it's great. Yep. And I've been poking in and commenting on people's stuff. And I I, I posted a couple yeah. things, too. I shouldn't say I haven't been inact- I've been inactive. Right. But, right. but um, you know, it just work's been just nuts. So yeah. uh, I, I, it's just not – everything's tough right now. Just with, I've been posting a lot of stuff to our regular – I know, Dad. Like, you need to post more on the group because those guys are okay. killer in there. Um, I, I understand. They're that. killing I, it, and I, I got to do that. I, I'll start posting but, more. The group. and there's some contests. We're running a contest right now. A plastic kit yeah. for the month of yep. January. We're doing a bunch of fun stuff in that group. Um, right. You win a fun trophy that we're gonna. Sure. That's a traveling trophy. But, anyways, yeah. um, new a new thing with the group though. We got a new thing. I want yeah. people to share what their kids are doing. Whether yes. it's, I don't care if you finger painted on some paper. If, if it's, you have kids. Well, if you have kids. Sure. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. If you don't have kids and you're finger painting on paper, you can share that. You can share that. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but if you have kids and you're listening to this, even I'm if they're. I'm going to laugh at that, by the way. I mean, listen, if you don't have kids, I want to see your finger painting. <laughs> 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 or if you have pets, make them walk across a piece of paper with some pet ink on their paws or paint on their oh, paws yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyways no 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 but um um garage, but. <laughs> don't do it in the house do it outside because <laughs> i don't need to hear that you got your carpet covered in acrylic paint <laughs> but um but no yeah. if you have kids or you have even if you have relatives that uh you know have if you have a nephew that's really into it or a niece that's really into it or whatever kids yeah grandkids not just take, kids grandkids take a photo of something they've done do a do a craft with them, and I mean, we, my girls do my girls do crafts all the time, and um, I've posted it's on your, the, it's artistry, it's yeah. still art. So yeah. I I open the group up to kids artwork. If you guys post it, based I don't, on what based on what we just talked about, I don't even care if it's modeling. No, no, I didn't mean that. I meant the fact that. You know, let's let's let's, let's celebrate the, the work our kids do as a hobby. Uh, not even it's, as a hobby. Yeah, I'm not well, saying no, that. Not as a hobby. But if I your mean, kids make, if your hobby. kids go, if your kids go to the craft store and buy a kit to make a foam cutout ornament or a door it's hanger, it's a craft and an art. I'm, I am, Here. I am, I want to see what kids are making. Whether it's a model, or they're just chilling at the workbench, or they're down there building something with you, or they're running trains, or they're 
finger painting or they're eating paint or they're what what <laughs> my youngest one would be in that category but uh, <laughs> but i want to see everyone sharing that kind of stuff i don't care if it looks like i don't even know what if if i don't care if i don't even know what it looks like but right that's what i want to see yeah in addition to our badass builds that we all do and i want to get back i want to finish up a couple things i have on the table here but in addition to that stuff i want to see what your kids are doing whether it's in your workshop or you're doing it on the kitchen table with them and you're doing a craft i don't know what it is okay we get the point let's share that stuff okay because that's the only way you're going to keep kids interested. Brett, Brett just gave you 85 examples. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that's the only way that you're going to keep kids interested in yeah. any kind of art. Yes. So Everything we do art-wise in our lives, I am convinced of that. Because I used to do a lot of artistic things yeah. before model railroading. Yeah. Okay? My, my grandmother was a professional artist. She taught me all kinds of things. Thank God that she did. Yeah. She was a, professional commercial artist and she taught me painting and lettering and doing all these things that she did for big giant department and stores then and you used there. it to do all that graffiti around town and she taught while she was painting her <laughs> she had us as kids my brother and i although he was awful um <laughs> he still he, is he just gave up on it he just didn't really have any interest in it he would stop doing i hope it. you're listening mark on the table <laughs> but um, no, he's he, no, what I mean is he just didn't have any interest at all. Yeah, no, I, I know. And she would always have some kind of project for us when we would be at her. We were at her house a couple times a week, and uh, she would always have some kind of art project, or we'd help her with stuff, or we'd she give us our own paper to paint big posters and things like that. Although nothing ever became of them, or she'd hang them on a wall somewhere. Yeah, but it's house. still good for kids to but, do that. And, and I learned things from her, though. She would teach me how to hold the brush and how to move it and how to clean it and, you know, how to get letters to turn out certain ways. And and I learned things from her. And thank God I did. And you know, I never thought I'd apply some of this stuff to, to you know, my modeling and things later. Or are we talking just, about it on a podcast to people you don't right. even know around the country? Right, exactly. So don't, 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 don't shun kids. Even if they're not your kids. It could look like absolute they, utter. Shun kids away. Okay. From, from showing their their artistic side, right. and working with something with their dad. I, so, Jeez. I, I never. I, I'm now experiencing this. You probably experienced this with me. Anyone yeah. out there that's a parent has experienced this. Your kid could make something that just looks like utter horseshit. Poop. It's yeah. just bad. But they're like pumped up to show you. Yeah. Because they like they made something, and then you yeah. know you gotta you gotta be happy that that they're happy that they made something. I don't care. You do it could look like everything that was on your workbench just spilled on that paper or whatever they're working on. And in this case that we were talking about, this wasn't even. It was build a model. This was a this was a model railroad thing that but, was being. I think it was a piece of rolling. Whatever stuff. the circumstance is, but, yeah. my daughter's painting a building right now that has. Uh, by the way, update, um, the model that my daughter was building that, oh man, I just burped again. The structure my daughter was building was, yeah. um, by the way, if you're interested in why I'm burping so much, yes, I, really. ate, I ate Chipotle for dinner <laughs> and I'm having spicy burps. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, my yeah, daughter's the- painting a hot pink and purple trim building, yeah. And it is horrendous, yeah. but it's she's loving it. So uh, we're at the assembly stage now, and I promise her it'll go on the layout. So we'll find a place to put it on the layout. But uh, <laughs> but to be honest with you, I seen some stuff out there on some of these groups to, that that had been painted by adults that I could have commented on. But you know what? But they're not to judge that. They're having fun. So why is that any different? No, but they're having a good time. They're enjoying themselves. They're, they're doing the hobby. Listen. And it probably didn't look any better. Some of those things probably didn't look any better than the, what that three-year-old kid did. But their and, art is their art. That's right, man. I'm not yep. there to judge and tell them, well, they shouldn't put that up there. You know? I, I want to say things that – anyway. But – No, but, 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 but you, yeah. you know, their art is their art. You know, exactly. just be- and that's something we pushed on this show since we began. We said that on the first one or two episodes was we what you do is 
And however it turns out, good for you, man. If you are happy with that and that's yep. what you want and you're enjoying yourself, that's all that matters. It is your world. Definitely. It is your world. That's it. That's the end of that. All right. So we were going to talk about things that uh, – What can you do – Things we can do with our paintbrushes. Well, that what can you do without using an airbrush to mimic an airbrush technique? Aha. Yeah. Well, on a broader scope, I could take rattle cans, mm-hmm. and I know how to spray from a rattle can to get a nice, even coat finish. So when you pull it away and you look at it, you couldn't tell that it was done with a rattle can. Yeah. You could have sworn it was done. I'm not- I, this, this tank, for example, I just sprayed tonight with a rattle can. The olive drab uh, number five, I think it's what the hell it's called, T5 or some shit, TS5. Yeah. And uh, olive drab it comes in a Tamiya spray can. It's just a little tiny itty-bitty 100-milliliter spray can. And um, by the way, the nozzles on them are, are unreal. They're amazing how well they spray. Okay? We need more of that. In our hobby, and I know there's a couple new ones out, so they probably have it. Some of these uh, modeling companies, but I sprayed these parts with it, like the gun turret. Um, I'm pulling it off now. I just uh, I sprayed it, and it is remarkably, completely even coated, and it looks every bit as smooth all the way around and well, uh, re- well received onto the part from the spray can. Um, it hides no detail. It is amazing. Yeah. Uh, how it, it, it just applies well. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed. So, so that could be, it could be done um, on a broad scale. Now, obviously, I can't take that, I can't zero in on smaller areas with a, with a, a with a, you know, on the side of that tank. I can't really zero in with another color paint right and and you know paint something you know a little more intricate or a little smaller detailed or even a weather wise like i can only i can only hit it in patches by doing that so i won't even attempt that because i don't have the equipment for it so and i understand that that's something that you can do with a air with an airbrush however i can duplicate things and so can many most of all of us uh, we can duplicate things with a paintbrush, you know? So once you get that base coat down on anything, even a wood wall, um, you can, you know, from there, you can, uh, or not, that not, might not necessarily, that base coat might not even be paint. It might just be stain. Okay, but look what we can do with our paints, our acrylics, our acrylic craft paints. And how we thin them, and look, we'll just watch a Jason Jensen uh, video on how he how he uses water and craft paints, and now he uses a lot of other. He's really expanded out of the, his different oh yeah um, Quite mediums and stuff now. Um, but I'm sure he's still using some of the craft paints and and you know doing some of the washes that he has created with them, and you know these are things that you know you can do with brushing. And uh, get the same kind of results. Uh, don't tell me that a, a guy like that doesn't weather, or um, uh, he. I know Jason doesn't. I know for a fact Jason doesn't use an airbrush. Okay, <laughs> but um, he's. But you know, don't tell me that that man can't achieve um, re- the results he wants and the details he does with a paintbrush, because he's proven that he can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even things as we simple. Have. Other people have even things you know, as Craig Brotman, right? All our modeling group, most of those, most of everybody in our in our um, uh, overtime at the bench podcast, uh, I mean, overtime at the bench uh, Facebook group. Uh, I bet you most of those modelers in there. Uh, they, you know, they, I mean, I they, know there's they, a few that there's a there's a, a, do a I know there and I know there's people in there that do use airbrushes as oh, well. Absolutely, and it turns out awesome. You know. Now, now the one thing, you know, I also want to hit on is a lot of the um, accent weathering that we do 
is also stuff that you could do with light airbrushing mm-hmm. that we found ways and techniques to do with dry brush or with other types yeah. of pigments or other types of weathering mediums. Um, right. And right. dry brushing is a big one. Yeah. And they turn out, they turn out killer. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and this isn't a knock on, on dry brushing at all. No, no. It's just, uh, you know, people, there's a, there's a group, there seems to be a group or a subset of modelers out there that feel like, um, the I've only way guys, to do that is airbrushing. Yes. I've seen guys do. There's some sick airbrushers engines. out there too. Oh yeah. But I've seen guys that are, that do rolling stock and, you know, locomotives by brush. Okay. By hand. Um, by hand. And it's, it's sick. I mean, it's insanely sick what they can pull off. It's it's really good stuff. Do you think I've some of those guys are of... taking? Do you think some of those guys are taking techniques from these military modelers? Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. There's a book out there by I think that's an AK. They have a book out there all about. I think I have it. Buy it. It's all about. Oh no, that one there. I have that. By, that's no, from that the there, ammo. By big ammo. Yeah. So both companies. Have and that a book is book ridiculous. Meaning railroad models, yeah, uh, and not yeah. and not with airbrushing. Well, some with airbrushing. Well, I mean, yeah, but the majority yeah. of it's using their products, and it's not their airbrush detail, stuff. They're doing their detail work on the weathering part end of it. A lot of that is all done by by brush, yeah, by hand. Yes. Well, I mean, and and, and this yeah. isn't and don't get us wrong. Um, there's a lot of kick-ass airbrushers out there mm-hmm. but uh most of the guys we've run into um most of the modelers we've run into yeah they know that you can do both right but you know don't be and i guess this goes along with our original message is like don't be so blind to think that there's only one method to do something exactly there, there, there's always and and we've talked with you know a lot of other mo- great modelers who said the same thing. Like, just because I do it this way doesn't mean that's the only way to do it. Just because we build it a certain way doesn't mean that you have to build it a certain way. Just because when you buy a kit from any of these manufacturers and the instructions tell you to do it one way doesn't mean you can't say, like, well, you know, let's just try it another way. Yeah. Uh, and, and that just comes with experimenting and and... Yeah dipping your toes into things you're not used to as much pushing your limit pushing your limit and and i'll i'll admit i have airbrushed i'm not pushing your limit so much i don't think it's pushing no it's it's like breaking pushing yourself breaking to try breaking out of your comfort zone yeah yeah um you know i'll say well my comfort zone was was is is wood kits yeah uh craftsman kits but my my Breaking out of my comfort zone is getting back into the plastic kits that I used to do when I was younger. What are you talking about that we're both going to do? Um, well, and I actually have the one you just gave me. Um, I was looking at that, by the way. That I don't think that's going to take very long to do because I'm gonna I'm gonna just hit that thing with some spray paint concrete color for the entire wall sections. Cool. I'm not gonna sit there and hand paint those giant ass walls. I'm gonna buy a no 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 I, I I agree with that. I'm gonna buy a, a a concrete color spray paint and yeah and then weather it from there. But anyways, we're getting off track. It's basically just the gist of it is you know just because uh, you know just because someone's able to achieve an effect yeah or or do something different from you doesn't mean it's it's wrong because it's not to spec of what some organization tells you you have to do it that way. Um, you know, it just right, if right. there's a group out there, we we're not naming any names, but if there's a a group or a, a club out there that says you have to do it with an airbrush and it has to be to this spec and you have to use this kind of paint and you got to use this color and you got to, we've talked about this a million times on the show. Yeah. You know, don't discourage. Don't really dis- good results. Go don't ahead. discourage other people because they're doing it different. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. That's all right. No, but, you know, we were talking about techniques that you can get. 
And we were talking last week about how I told you I went out and got a watercolor set. Yes. Okay. By the way, on the tank, I know I'm focusing the tank, but that's the project I'm on right now. And I believe there's a lot of applications that I'm learning right now that we can use towards our model railroading. But for some of the weathering, a while back, um, I bought one of the companies of military modeling made these pencil sets for weathering. Okay. And I believe, you know, I think it was AK. And I, I was going to buy a set and go buy a set. And I never did really buy a set. Um, but I instead bought. You and I both pencil. bought them. Uh huh. And I well, bought some good color pencils at the craft store. I bought watercolor pencils. And, yeah, watercolor pencils. Yeah. Color, watercolor pencils. And uh, I tried them out and I. And I actually had pretty good luck. I, I, I tried to model with some water tanks and things like that. And I uh, did some weathering with them. And, and, but then I kind of put them back in a container and I forgot about them. Okay. Because I really didn't practice with them a whole lot. You know, and they need to ha- you need to practice with them to figure out how it's going to work. Um, you draw on it with a pencil, a very sharp point tip pencil. And you put the, you know, put the watercoloring where you want it on when you're like it could just be a little dot and then you take the water and a very fine paintbrush and that's what i'm learning and you could do this with with model rubbering as well and you just take a, like a, a double zero paintbrush uh with a probably a detail point or detail um bristles uh, on a tip and just put a little dip it in your water and then just lightly touch that paintbrush against the paper towel real quick and it draws a little bit of the water out and then you put it on that little bit of dot let's say we're taking a rust uh a rust streak okay and i put one little pencil dot on the side of a water tank which is an example and then i just take that 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 paintbrush i just put water and took it out with the paper towel not, don't leave it on long, just a split second. And then take that paintbrush, that fine tip paintbrush, place it on the dot and slowly drag it completely straight downward, only a little bit, and test it out. Okay. And you might want to try it out on like a piece of styrene or a piece, or even a piece of wood for that matter. It can be it just, you know, it doesn't have to be a plastic thing. It could be a it could be a piece of a wood wall. Okay, you've got an old scrap piece of wood, try it out on that first. Um, and you will achieve really, really cool streaking. And you can lighten it out as much as you want mm-hmm. by just putting a little more water onto it. Uh, you can make it disappear, for that matter. Just like you can with those uh, um, enamel paints and some mineral spirits. So it's it's the same concept. It's exactly the same concept. Um, and I did some stuff like that on this tank. Um, and what I did was I did the stuff along the edges, like where the, where the corners and stuff were, or where the, the top of the tank meets the side walls of the tank, those kind of edges I did with a pencil on a very fine edge. Right. And then I took that water and just took it along the side. I took it sideways along just to broaden it and making it a little, cause when you just put the pencil on. It doesn't even look like it's there. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you put that l- little bit of water on, it it, it, it it makes that paint just come out. Uh, and it's really it's really cool. It kind of brings the color right out. And, and, and that's what all drab we're talking about, okay? And what brown on all drab for that matter. And then I took it, after I went across, I made the line, a thin line of it, and make it look like... Not rust. I don't want to make it, it. The brown is to make it look like it's wearing on that edge. Okay. I don't want it rusty. Right. And then, then I do take and streak down maybe two or three spots along the one side of the tank. Just about, uh, I don't know, maybe a 16th of an inch. Not even much, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, just to give it a couple little brown streaks it might have went down i don't know and um and they're harder to see um and then for the actual patina of where you know guys climb over the side of a tank and their their bodies take away 
uh, you know, their boots and stuff are, are, are kind of not necessarily chipping the paint, although that can happen too. Um, but since this is only a tank, it's only going to be in service during the war for a year and a half, two years tops. Um, it's probably not going to be rusting so much as wearing. So guys climb all over the tanks in their boots and their bodies and they sit on the tank and they, you know, that all that stuff, they attach equipment to it. So that paint starts to not necessarily chip or, but wear, and you get that patina you know, because it's been washed and had mud on it, and the mud's been washed off when when they're not in battle and things like that. And right. they're, they're constantly cleaning up or straightening or fixing things. So um, that that patina starts to show through. So I wanted to show that in certain random areas, and they're bigger blotches, you know, of patina. And what I did was I took that watercolor paint in brown. And I just took some water. It was almost like dry brushing. I put just a little bit of water on to get some paint onto a brush, a little bit bigger than a double zero brush. And then I took some off on the on the paper towel on the paint, like you would when you're when you're dry brushing acrylics or 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 anything. Right. Um, and I took that brush and I just kind of smeared it on in a little spot. And believe it or not, I took my fingertip. And I just kind of rubbed it around in there and made it look like it's like showing when it's done. It looks like, hey, it's there's a, it looks a little blackish and greenish and brownish and it spreads out real well. And it just it gave a really neat wear to it. Like, uh, well, hey, I'm, I'm a I'm a well used tank, but I ain't falling apart tank. You know, I, I don't need a whole new paint job yet. Tank. That's what I, that's what I was kind of giving it. And, um, but using my finger ended up being a tool, mm-hmm. uh, to put the patina on this tank. I also tried it uh, before I put the brown on, I put on like a, a mix of brown and yellow and I mix them together to kind of give it, uh, it's all more yellow than brown. Yeah. Okay. It's mainly like five parts yellow, one part brown on the, with the, with the, uh, watercolors. And I put that on. And did that and did the same thing. And it gave the green underneath a, like a fading and a yellowish blotchy area. It's not blotchy, but like, like it naturally flows into the green. And then I took that brown and well, after completely dried, of course. Yeah. And I put the brown on, on top of it. it. Just like anything else, we do layers. And that brown is just, I, I loved it. I loved how it made this tank look like it's been used and it's seen battle, but that's a technique and it was used all with a paintbrush. And then also with my finger, which became an extension of my paintbrush, the fingertip, you know, the pad of your fingertip, just kind of, you know, rubbed it around and, and it worked. I mean, you, you have to experiment and try these things that there, I didn't really learn I learned I learned the watercolors from a from a YouTube video, okay, because yeah. I watched the guy doing it, okay. But he didn't do like I did with a fingertip, and so I liked my results. I really did. Um, but you know, like you, we said, you have to try these things, mm-hmm. you, and if you screw it up, who cares? It's watercolor. Yeah. Guess what takes it off? Water. That's right. You put a little bit on paper towel, you wipe it off. So that's the other thing. Here's where you need to maybe uh, doll coat it in a way if you can. Um, I did doll coat two sides because I don't want it coming off when I'm putting other stuff on. Yeah. Because one, one thing watercolors will do is if you use acrylics on an on a, on a object and then paint over it with enamels, the enamels and the wash will not remove the acry- acrylics. No. Vice versa. It, same deal. Well, you know, obviously, the the, the uh, acrylics aren't going to, when you remove them or you thin them out with water, it's not going to affect the undercoating of, if your undercoating is um, enamel, yeah. it's not going to take that off. Enamel is like really hard to remove once it's dry. Okay. So um, they're not going to thin out on each other. It's not so true of watercolors. Okay. So. It's not so much true of watercolors, and for that matter, it's not so much true with watercolor 
pencils, okay, uh, colored pe- watercolor pencils, uh, same deal. If you start, if you use the watercolor pencils, you better make sure that your other coatings of acrylics and enamels are done underneath it. Because if you try and do them over, to, you put the watercolor stuff on and then go, you know what, I think I'm going to add some enamel or and thin it out here and put a couple white streaks on or whatever. Um, I, you're not, it's not going to work because that, that thinner that you use or water that you use is going to remove what you've done underneath with the, uh, with the watercolors. Right. So your watercolors have to be your top final, your top final weathering agent. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but like I said, you, you got to dip your hand in and figure it out. And, and, you know, I had, I had to figure out that, Hey, watercolors got to go on top. That's got to be like the last step. Um, Watercolor pencils, and for that matter, your AK pencils, uh, because they are water soluble. Same deal; they're going to have to, they're going to have to uh, be your final your final step, because anything you put on after that is going to remove them, and you're going to have to redo it again. So, anyhow, that's that's that tip. But you know, we were talking about what we can do with paintbrushes, and so, anyways, yeah, that's no, it. no, it's, it's awesome. I mean, and yeah. and just you know, to reiterate, there's. There's a million other things weathering-wise you can do with. Sure, yeah. I'm just giving you an example of something new I tried. That's all. No, it was great. Yeah. Um, you know, dry brushing anything, any types of new mediums. Um, walk around the craft store. Look for some stuff that you can use that you didn't think you could use. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a million things out there. So, anyways. Well, that's great. Yeah. I well, think we covered a lot of ground tonight. We did. And you're coming yeah. over tomorrow night, so I cannot I wait to... Uh, Build some shit. In fact, as soon as we're done here uh, with the podcast, I'm going to get a box ready and pack it up for tomorrow. Stuff in it for stuff I'm going to need to get. get Sounds good. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, I will see you tomorrow evening. I hope you guys all have an awesome weekend. We are working on some guests. I'm in the process of that right now. So uh, be stay tuned. Definitely. Yep. Okay. Hang tight. We got some guests coming. Have a great week. Have an awesome week. Build some cool shit. Do your thing. Post some pictures of what your kids are working on. Because mm-hmm. why not? Or if they're just hanging out while you're building, get some I, pictures. Absolutely. I want to see the kids participating. And absolutely. I will do And I will do the same. I will keep up my end of the bargain on that. Yeah. All right, guys. Have an awesome weekend. We are out of here. Ciao. Later.